Welcome to another episode of Really Healthy. I'm Scott Mitchell. I'm Melanie Douglas. We're going to talk about working out plateaus. We're going to talk about the keto diet. We're going to talk about how, I don't know, how to get really healthy on this show. This is Really Healthy, and it's brought to you by Alpine Plastic Surgery. We're also going to talk about a cow. A I, cow is I, in the episode today. Can right. you believe that? Go figure that one, right? Yeah. And uh, as we get over uh, older, because... You know, we're all getting older. We're aging. We're aging. Hopefully, we're aging gracefully. But there are certain different types of workouts. That, Cardio or strength. Yes. So we have this debate all the time, but specifically when you're aging, what kind of workout should you be doing? Yeah. But first, we're going to talk about general fitness plateau. Is that correct? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, adaptive. There, yeah. It's called general adaptation syndrome. Ooh. And this is, it's a thing that happens in, this is a whole fight or flight thing. It happens in all aspects Wait, of our life. It's G-A-S. Yes. It's gas. Uh, yes. <laughs> we have gas problems. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's more than that. Um, so <laughs> this, goodness. there's actually a fitness perspective to this. So, you know, we talk about this in psychology and the way we deal with stress and all the color, but when it comes to your fitness program, guess what? Your body gets stronger. It adapts to your workout and you plateau. Really? Everyone, I know, people are like, duh, I knew this, Melanie. Hello. Um, but, but we're going to talk about that is a normal thing. And first of all, when I hear people say they've hit a plateau, everyone always says it like they're bad. Like, I did oh, a bad workout. Oh, so, so. I'm not doing this right. What's oh. wrong with me? It's normal. I've That's experienced a, this. Yeah, right? Yes, I'm going uh, yeah, through it Yeah, right you experienced now. it a, yes, a month or yes, so ago. You yes. said this, and you kind of say it like, it's because I'm doing everything wrong. I'm not doing this right. It's actually a normal part of the process of your body changing. It will generally adapt to the stress that you're giving your body, and it that's why your body gets stronger. When you work out, you're challenging your body, right? Okay, Yes. You're challenging right. your body, so your body's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to step up. I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to meet this challenge. And then all of a sudden, your body gets really, really good at it. So let me give you a personal example. So I am a fitness instructor. I have been. I used to be called aerobics. When I started, I was 19. I always said I was an aerobics instructor. People don't use that word anymore. That's how old it is. Right. But anyways, I could do aerobics all day long. And I don't burn that many calories when I do aerobics. Because my body's so efficient at oh, it. I would just sweat my, like Your body crazy. is so smart, right? Yeah. But when I first started, you know, I was sore. I couldn't get through a class. I could hardly speak while I was trying to cue the class. And now it's just like, whatever, this isn't that hard because your body gets so used to it. And the hard thing to realize is your body actually does burn fewer calories. Really? Yeah, what, because it, it becomes, becomes efficient. efficient. Okay. So as soon as you say this to me. Right. My brain goes into the future. Right. Okay. And it goes, okay, so we have this plateau. We have to change things. Right. And when we change things, are we, are we just constantly going to be in a state of change? It, are we ever going to catch up to it? Because there's a part of me that almost seems demoralized by this. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. So you go, I, I start working out. I'm yeah. sore. And all of a sudden I get used to it. And it's like, oh, that's kind of nice that I'm not so sore anymore. So are you saying that now I have to get sore again and it's going to be miserable and uncomfortable and then I'll get used to it and then we got to go on to something else? Well, yes, but it's not every day. So this is a, princ a training principle in fitness that we call periodization. 
So you do this for four to six weeks, or sometimes we do three months. You've kind of been on the same fitness program for three, four, what? Years. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we'll change your program every few months. So yes, you're always changing, but it, in blocks of time. So you, what you can do is you can set a program or set a goal. You do that until you feel like that plateau hits you, or you just say, I know that my body is getting more efficient and I'm going to change up my program. You don't have to change everything about your program. You could just change the length of time, is it, is the intensity. It, yeah. Is it safe to say that it's an actually really good thing to make those change-ups? That it's not a bad thing, that you shouldn't dread it, that you should embrace it. It just means that you're improving, you're going to be more healthy, yes. you're going to see better results from yeah. this. Yeah, and you know, not to... I want this to sound as exciting and uplifting as possible, but exercise is supposed to be hard, and it's always supposed to be hard. It, that's what it's supposed It's supposed to challenge you, right? I, I, I give this sigh only because I know you're right. Yeah. And I'm glad you're right. Because anything, anything that has some challenge to it, anything we have to work for, there's a greater value in it. We find more out about ourselves. Right. We find that we can do those hard things. We find that... Uh, we're not such a wimp where, you know, we, we can stay focused on something. So the challenge of it, the difficulty of it is something, again, that we should embrace. Yes. And, and that's how I've kind of twisted it around in my brain. Yeah. Because like eating c- cake, whoa, it's like instant gratification, right? You're just right. like, this is so amazing. Right. But it's not really good for you. And the things that are good for you are actually hard. That is, that's really true. And I do want to say, though, there's still a place for, like, feel-good, steady-state cardio or that cardio where you're like, where I do aerobics and I say, I could do this all day. That's still fine. There are benefits to that type of activity. But the point is, is that's not the only type of activity you want. You want at least half or more of your exercise to be challenging you. It should be hard. And you're just know that your body's always adapting. That's a normal thing. And you should expect it. And you should plan for it and plan changes in your workout program. Um, so we're actually going to get into some of the changes that I'm doing. You have big changes yes, coming. Yes, because I, I, have, I have a nutritional change that's actually happening. Yes. I have... Uh, you have a extra- workout change, and yes. I, have, I haven't told you what your change is, but I have a change, and your jaw's going to drop. You don't, you're going to be like, oh, what? Really? What? You want me to do what? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's um, not burpees. No. <laughs> but I, I do want to just comment briefly about change. Yeah. And and I think it's a hard thing sometimes for people to accept. But one sometimes someone said to me, the one con- consistent in life is change. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person who's very much into routine. Routines really help me. They help me to stay on track. They help me to stay focused. And when I have that change, you know, the, the daylight saving comes along, it just throws me off like like no one's business. And so... We're going to talk more about how to embrace change and how change is such an important part of our overall health and, and to, not, to not be thrown off by it, to not be confused by it, to not be demoralized, or to not let it defeat us right. when we do things. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break, uh, but when we come back... We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about your program. We're going to talk program. about me again. Oh, my goodness. And, now, and just by the way about me, um, I'm doing this because I know what it's like to struggle with your weight. And so that, that the whole part for me is all you people out there that are having these challenges, that are really struggling with things, I, get, I feel your pain. I understand what you're going through. And, 
And for me, it's just a willingness to be open and to share the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever's happening with me to encourage you to keep to keep going on and that you can do hard things. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, new and exciting things are happening. They're coming up on our experiment. Welcome back to Really Healthy. Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas. It's that very special segment that we get to talk about what's going on in my journey. Yeah. What's your program? What? How is your program going? What kind of things are you experiencing? We want to know. All right. So I hear so many different programs. Six meals a day, burn, get that metabolism up. You know, well, you need to, you need to rest your metabolism. You need the intermittent <laughs> fasting. You know, the way to go is you got to get yourself in ketosis. Yeah. Ketosis will have your body burning its own uh, body fat. And that's where you can really lose the unhealthy weight and maintain your muscle mass. And it's a magical formula to like instant health. I don't want to say instant health, but uh, it's all the rage. Uh, it, it used to be around as the Atkins diet. Yes. Right? And that kind of went the wayside when Atkins actually died of a heart attack. Yeah, that didn't help. It didn't help. And now it's come back in the form of a keto diet. Yeah, and all so, things keto. All things keto. And we talked about this in the very beginning. And you, because I was like, because my, my thought process was- You were very was, anti-keto. This was not a good thing. Right. And I was. And you said, however, there is the possibility, there's, there are some benefits to it. So this is the new program- that we're going to do an experiment on. Yeah, so we just came I'm off really of... I'm really sad about you where did, I'm... Yeah, I, you just like, did a I month like of it. intermittent yeah. fasting, which I yeah. know you loved. Yes. But time for change because you're... Because I you're, love change. You're our uh, human... Crash uh, test uh, yep, dummy. You're yes. our crash test dummy. And but, the, but let's just recap that these changes are good, just like we change our fitness program. Um, we change our meal plan, our eating strategy... Because your body adapts and you get in a routine and sometimes it's even just boredom and a new program gets you excited about your plan again, a new eating style. And um, also this may, I want to say, this may not work for you. You might hate this. I have known people with keto that do really well. It's the best thing they ever did. They feel great. I have known people that tried to go running and passed out on the side of the road and said they had headaches and blurred vision and did not do well. Yeah, so. and, and I'm curious, and, and, and this is part of our commitment on the show, is yeah. we're, we're not here with a biased agenda. We're not here to try to sell you some kind of meal plan or program or workout or this or that, what, whatever. We're here to help people get healthy Yes, and, and for a long term. And that, that's my only goal here. And I'm tired of hearing what everyone tells me about things and I'm just going to go see what works and what for works you. for me. You have to try yes. it and have see to, what have fits in your life. So what actually happens? What are we going to be doing with keto? So keto is where you're going to limit your carbohydrates daily to less than 40 grams. So with keto, people typically go between like 25 maybe and 50. But I think we're going to set a goal. I typically say for you and your size and your age and your gender that you're going to try to be around 40 grams. But we'll put a little more info on the website. But typically what happens is... You have that one marker of your carbohydrate that you stay under that number, and the rest, you say, we say, okay, you can eat as much as you want of these foods. What are these foods? They're typically fat-based foods, but but let's point out so, so old-style like, keto. I'm going to call okay. it old-style. Okay. 
old style keto was like bacon, whipping cream, butter. Um, it made me have chest pain just thinking about it. It felt like a heart attack on a plate when I yeah. saw old keto. So like eating the skin of yeah, bur- chicken. Cheeseburg- yeah, bacon cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers with no bun. With no bun. You eat the greasy yeah. meat and the cheese and it's like yeah. dripping grease. That's old style keto. That's I. We're really moving past that and we're not going to do that with you. You're going to do Mediterranean style keto. Okay. And that's my that's my name for it. But Mediterranean diet, Mediterranean fat. So you get to do avocados, fish, nuts, seeds, um, nut butters. You can do some coconut oil. So no you burgers. You can do some eggs. You can have a little bit, but I, <laughs> but that's not your focus. No, so no, hopefully, no, I, no, like no, not I, every I'm, day. Actually, I'm really curious to see how to yes. do this in this fashion, because right. there there has been reservation on my part about actually doing it and. Um, knowing that, you know, there, it, there is maybe a little bit of, you know, skepticism about yes. it or whatever. Do you see keto as something that you can maintain for um, a lifetime? Is it is people it a lifestyle? People can do really well with it. Really? Yeah. Once they get in a groove, I know people who've done it for years and they swear by it and feel really great. And so um, I think, though, this is this is just Melanie Douglas' opinion of what I've seen and read in my own personal research that people don't adhere as strictly to keto for a lifetime. The lifetime people eat more carbohydrates than they realize or they're a little more flexible with it. But when people first start, they're really strict about those carbohydrates. They're reading, how many carbs are in my salad dressing? I'm having ketchup. Oh, no, is that okay? I mean, they're reading every label, keeping their carbs under that number. But as people get in a groove, they tend to start eat not being quite as strict. In fact, I know a lot of people who say they're on keto, and then I look at their diet, and I'm like, that's, that's too not. many carbs. That's not keto. Now, you have to get in ketosis. Yes. It, will I know when I'm in ketosis? Will, is there a way to test for that, or do I just go... Yeah, this is how I feel. Yeah, you typically will use the bathroom a lot, so you'll have increased urination. You'll have a dry mouth, and you'll have a fruity acid type of breath. You'll kind of feel it. Yeah, don't don't kiss your wife when you're... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But typically, you can feel like this cotton mouth. You're using the bathroom more. Um, Sometimes people have a headache when they're transitioning into ketosis. But typically, what happens is people start to feel better. They're like, once you get there, you're feeling like my energy's improved, and you're not as hungry because it kind of changes your appetite. So we'll keep everybody posted as you do this. I'm curious to see how this goes. I really am. I uh, heard a lot about it from a lot of people. Yes. Okay, now I have a new uh, exercise yeah, routine. Yeah, and I had this big tease about how your jaw is going to drop because Scott has been doing about an hour of a workout. So he's been doing 30 minutes of cardio, 30 minutes total body strength training. So we talked about um, adapting to your workout and plateaus and all that stuff. So we're going to change up your routine. It's January, New Year. Guess what I want you to do? Tell me. I want you to work out shorter. What? Yeah, shorter period of time. No way. We're changing your total workout time oh. from 60 minutes to 30 yeah, we're cutting your workout time in half, but you're going to work harder. Now, we didn't start that. Oh. We didn't start at that level on purpose because I yeah. wanted you to build your new foundation right. slow and steady. You're ready to work harder for a shorter period of time. I'm going to have you running through a circuit program in 30 minutes that's more intense but shorter, okay? And then every other day, you'll just do a focus strength workout. So you're going to oh. be getting all resistance three days a week, and you're going to get this 30 minute circuit three days a week. But you get to work out for less time. Isn't is that where my jaw's going to drop? Yeah, it, I think it did drop. Yeah, <laughs> it did. no, because you do. You always throw me off. Yeah, Seriously, I tried like, to. It's like wow, I tried to I set you up so you thought it was going to no. be worse. But you did good. It, yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about 
now that my exercise program has changed, what, yes. what, how do you change your program as you age? Yes. And we've got a nutrition <laughs> challenge and a fitness one. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Really Healthy. Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas here. We're at that time. We're getting toward the end. Mm -hmm. We have a nutrition challenge. We have a fitness challenge. And we'd love to hear your experience. What, what, what happened? Of course, we'll share with you what, what those uh, challenges are here in a minute. But we'd like to hear from you. We'd like to hear... Um, are you doing the yeah, challenges? You doing? What's you your like experience them? with yeah, them? Please, so share them with us. So go to reallyhealthyshow.com. Just give us a comment if you have any kinds of questions. And we love your questions. We share or them all requests. the time on the show. Yes, requests, uh, any of that stuff. We love it. Give us your feedback, things you're doing, you're doing well. Uh, we we want to hear about it. Yes. So, all right. Um, we found something in the news here uh, about uh, aging bodies, endurance, and resistance training can help. Right. And this is a really long, this is a, a very... Uh, helpful study in the fact that it talks about which is better, endurance training, which is like cardio training, right. or resistance training, your strength training. And so we've had this debate before, but this study specifically looked at when you're aging, and I know we're all aging our entire lives, but to, but you we're aging. I'm, I'm 43. You're I'm not going to, you can say if you want, you don't have to. I'm over 50. But we're, I don't we're over 40, we're aging, um, but uh, the population's aging. And what kind of workout really is best when you're aging, when you're in that phase of life? So let me read a couple of things to you because this study looked at if you lift weights for less than an hour each week, that's less than an hour. The whole entire you, week. Yeah. You could reduce your risk of heart or stroke, heart attack or stroke by 40 to 70%. Wow. By lifting weights for just so about what, So an when hour. you're... When you're aging, yes. you, you can still lift weights. Does, does, does you it, can still lift weights, and you should. Yes. That it's it, almost more important. It's wow. Okay. For heart health, yeah, disease risk. But guess but, what? But don't you think people, as they get older, actually don't consider doing that? I mean, I, I you know. Yeah, I actually think that's really interesting because they tend to think, why do I need to try and get stronger? Like I'm getting older, I'm moving slower. Why would I need to lift weights? But that's actually the thing that could help them. Uh, the most is because it helps reduce the risk of disease, of stroke. It actually strengthens your heart. Your heart's a muscle. You strengthen your heart, uh, strengthens your bones, um, more stability, reduce risk of falls. So more functionality in other aspects of life. So strength training is really good, right? I'm making a case for like strength training is the thing you should do. No, but guess it. what? There's more. There's more in this study. Another study they looked at found that endurance training, not resistance training, had the most positive effects on slowing and potentially reversing cellular aging. So everything we just said was about disease and bone and functionality, right? right? But when you talk about just the the cellular health, because our cells are dying, you know, you you are you're constantly regenerating, and that process slows down and doesn't is not as effective as we age. That's where cardio training comes in, and really? that endurance training. So basically, we're back to what we usually say, which is you need both. <laughs> right. They both work in different ways, and even as you're aging, you still need to do some cardio and some strength. So. 
the program that I'm on, yes, which has a, a balance of those two. Yes, what you're saying is that they—that's something that I just need to continue. As as we're saying this, I think of my mom because my mom's 82. Yeah, and she lives in an assisted living facility, and they're constantly working with her on doing these types of things. Yeah, and and at this point, it's really hard for her to do. And I just I wonder if you can get past the point of. Like, I, you know, you get so old, you get so feeble that you, you can't actually do it. I see people that are super active, super healthy, you know, into their 90s, and they're out riding a bike, they're exercising, whatever they're doing. Um, if you prolong it or you put it off, is there a point of no return? I don't think so. I think that every rep or every exercise you do, whether you're bed-bound or out riding a bike when you're 82 makes a difference in your health. And so even if people, if, if, if your mom is like using water bottles and doing some bicep curls, but having some weight, that's the thing about resistance training is it's, you have to have some resistance. You need a weight or a band or an elastic or use your own body weight, but there are things you can do. But that's where these benefits that we're talking about, you've got to have some weight or resistance. Um, a lot of health clubs have special programs for seniors where you can go in and lift some weights and use that gym equipment. So, yeah. Interesting yeah. stuff. All right, so we have a fitness challenge. Right, so fitness challenge all new for this month. Wow. I filmed um, 20, 20, not 20, four 20-minute workouts, okay? So this week, the workout that we're focusing on is, because I asked everybody what they wanted, what type of workouts they wanted, and this is, I call it simple sweat cardio. Simple sweat. Simple sweat. So really simple movements. It's not too hard. It's just about moving your body and working up a sweat. It's 20 minutes. There's no dancey choreography. There's no burpees. It's movement that gets your body, your heart pumping and oxygen and nutrients flowing through your body and hopefully gives you a little sweat. So that's a 20-minute workout. I need you to try it this week. Use it for your warm-up. Um, you can watch something else while you follow along because it's really simple. All right. And so those are found on our website. Yes. So you go to the reallyhealthyshow.com uh, and you can find out all these workouts. And again, we want, it, we want your feedback on what you like because you, you have given us feedback and we've actually prepared some of these videos for it. Yes. Okay. Um, Our nutrition challenge. I don't know if you've noticed yet or not. I've noticed. We've had a visitor with us. It's Why our, is there a cow it's on It's our, our little, set? Our little buddy here. We have a cow. We have a cow. Why is there a cow here? <laughs> the cow is The cow is here to tell us to the, eat more chicken. Yes, eat more is. chicken. That's the challenge. Um, <laughs> no, it's actually not. The challenge this week is to eliminate dairy from your diet for one week. Because wow. uh, sometimes people don't realize that they are intolerant to dairy or that dairy is maybe making them feel bloated or they just, it, it may not sit well with your system. Yeah. And you might not even know it because you haven't challenged yourself to go without it and see how you feel. I love cheese. Okay. Well, you and don't get I to love eat it cottage this week. cheese nope. and I love sour cream. Nope. And I love milk and Almond I love milk chocolate milk. So what Almond are some things that milk. we could potentially do <laughs> that would actually help us? Well, try... A, a substitute for the Right. Week. Try nut milks. So there's almond milk. There's yeah. sesame seed milk. Um, you can try those types of products. You can just not feel like you have to have dairy-type products. Focus on your plants and your vegetables and your fruits and your Kind of see grains. what happens, see what changes in our... Yeah, because it's really interesting. You, you might go back and say, you know what? I didn't notice a difference. I'm going back to dairy and you're fine. 
but it might it might make a difference in your health and you just don't know until you try it, until you try that new thing. Awesome. All right, uh, thank you for joining us today and uh, we love your feedback. So follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Really Healthy Podcast. Also, thank you, Melanie, for everything yep. and our producer, uh, Madison and, and uh, Eric, thank you for helping us. And for Melanie, I'm Scott. We want you to have a really healthy day. We'll catch you soon. This program does not provide medical advice. The contents of this program are for informational purposes only. The program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this program. Bonneville International does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned on the program. Reliance on any information provided on the program is solely at your own risk.